And let's remember that that's exactly what the Constitution is. For whatever reason, people want to think in error that the Constitution is how the government is supposed to operate when dictating to us. That is not what the Constitution does. The Constitution puts handcuffs on the government, not on the people. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips and Heather Marchin here. Hey, hey. Yeah. I don't know about you, Heather, but I'm feeling like feeling like COVID is just about over. I can yeah, feel I, it. I feel it, too. The state of Utah it. just had meetings for what the end of COVID looks like and how to pull back restrictions. So I'm like, yeah, I just, you know, people are fed up now. This, we got to be done with this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited about that. I'm pretty pumped about it. I'm excited for everything that happens after that. You suppose we can actually get a supply chain that will function? I mean, that'd be good. Maybe that'd if we could get, get some construction prices to go back down, that'd be nice. So nice. I mean, we'd be able to have properties close faster. We'd be able to have more availability of properties. I've been trying to just get a bid. Not now. This doesn't count actually getting the construction done on my fire down in Memphis. Oh, yeah. Good Lord. (laughs) I mean, and and then people are giving big bids like, I don't really want this, but if you'll pay this, you know, then I'll probably, I would probably do it. Then I'll want That's what it feels like when I get the bid. You got to be kidding me. One of our suppliers, I didn't tell you this, they just sent over a contract change this morning, allowing them to change the price of new construction if the indexes for certain construction materials go up in price, that they can raise the price on their properties because they're they're losing money on the construction because prices have gone up so fast. Yep. Makes sense. It's absolutely out of control. Yeah, uh, I've heard some things recently. This is not really what we're going to talk about today, but I, I've heard some things recently about you know that the prices of lumber are going to go down, whatever. And then I'm thinking, okay, well that may be, but there's thousands of people who are literally not building right now because of the lumber prices. So if the lumber prices go down, and then they all jump into the market, well then what happens to the lumber prices? Mm-hmm. I mean, do they go just go straight back up? I mean, we have to fix the supply chain issue here, and we have to. Yeah. Oh shoot, who knows? But. I do believe that the COVID thing is the actual lunacy of COVID is, I think, approaching its its end. Let's hope. I hope so, because you sent me this article from CNN and it like makes your blood boil lightly. I'm just fair warning. I may get a little animated today <laughs> because we are going to talk about something that uh, is related to how we started the show today. By the way, welcome. Appreciate all of you guys. Heather and I just sitting here, you know, we're just we're just having a conversation as if nobody's with us. Uh, talking about things that are important to us. And this probably actually will be important to you guys. We'll chat about this. I don't know if you've heard or not, but it's been all over Facebook. I have been off of the news for for months now, ever since the election. It's been blissful. I recommend it. But Facebook does have a way of popping news in front of me occasionally. And this one popped up. Now we're going to do, we're going to do another episode on the fallout from this particular post next week. And The post, I mean, it's just an article sharing some news out of Texas. Now, it's no no wonder this came out of Texas because it's good news. Way to go, Texans out there. (laughs) Federal judge in Texas on Thursday ruled that the federal moratorium on evictions is unconstitutional, according to court documents. Can I get an amen? Unconstitutional, which means for anybody out there listening who doesn't know, 
It's not constitutional, which means it's illegal, has been ever since they did it. Unbelievable that it has taken this long for this to happen. Now, before everybody gets super excited, this is a federal court, which is a big deal, but it's in Texas. It's a federal district court. Mm -hmm. I think my favorite part of this article, it says the federal government cannot say that it has ever before invoked its power over interstate commerce to impose a residential eviction moratorium. And it goes on to say, not during the deadly Spanish flu. Whoops. Not during the Great Depression. Whoops. The federal government has not claimed such a power at any point during our nation's history. I mean, until last year. And not only did the federal government never do this, but the CDC, which hasn't been in existence that long and literally has zero power over interstate commerce, Mm -hmm. is the department that did this. And everyone in the country just rolled over and said, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, the CDC should be breaking contract law that has been in existence since Moses was a baby. I mean, people have been renting properties, I think, since the children of of Adam and Eve left and went on their own. (laughs) They've been renting properties to each other. (laughs) And so here we have uh, our country since its inception, has never interfered like this in contract law. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me right now. I mean, and we, and we the people let this go on for a solid year out of our minds. Yeah. I mean, a group of Texas landlords sued the CDC, and that's what it sounds like what started all of this. Now, right? you want to know what my favorite line is, Heather? Oh, I do. I do very much. Although COVID-19 pandemic persists... Oh, yes. He said, so does the Constitution. <laughs> I mean, it's just a little thing that, that people forgot, right? That yeah. we do have this, you know, I guess, depending on who you are, this nasty document that won't allow the government to do certain things. And let's remember that that's exactly what the Constitution is. For whatever reason, people want to think in error that the Constitution is how the government is supposed to operate when dictating to us. That is not what the Constitution does. The Constitution puts handcuffs on the government, not on the people. I mean, I, it's, I, it's like the most amazing government in, in the world for so many reasons, but the Constitution is like center of that. That you, that you can have someone in power that has limits, you know? I mean, mm, yeah. Unreal. So I, I think I, what I liked about it is hearing that it started with landlords, that somebody or a group of somebody stood up and said, there's no way this is constitutional because we've been saying that, Ron. Maybe we need to sue the CDC. It's like, take them down. I'm just glad this happened. Now, I predict that since this has happened now once, this will spread all over the country, probably not in New York, probably not in Washington or California, but it will spread. This will eventually end up in the Supreme Court, potentially, and it will be ruled what it is, which is unconstitutional. Well, I just talked to a client and she said she had squatters in her property, not a property she acquired through our company. So I don't know full detail on it, but that she had squatters in her property and she could not evict them. And I was like, wait, what? So someone just moved in off the street and broke into your property and you can't get them out? It's, like, it's literally, this is the most reprehensible thing. I, and I get it. I understand the reason. I do. And you know, we don't want millions of people kicked out on the street. I, I completely understand that. But this was not a solution. What this was is, is a, I mean, this just completely decimated 
another group of people. It took a problem from some people and just shifted it to another group of people. That's all it did. Yeah, it's true. It, one part I really like, it says the CDC attempted to use COVID-19 as an opportunity to grab power and the court rightfully corrected this egregious overreach. So I think, and that's, oh, sorry, that's from a lawyer in the case. So watching how this all happened, and I think appealed to our uh, compassion on people who are affected by this, because I think everyone's been pretty compassionate if people have gotten COVID, at least I felt that way when I had it. I think you felt that way when you had COVID, Ron. I mean, there's compassion there. So at the same time, we kind of allowed this to happen, maybe because of that compassion. I think that um, we allowed the media and politicians to scare the hell out of everybody. And and that just took hold. And I agree with what is said in here by one of the attorneys. So the CDC attempted to use COVID-19 as an opportunity to grab power and the court rightfully corrected this egregious overreach. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was an overreach. Exactly. And it was a power grab. Now, to what end? I'm not exactly sure, but that is exactly what it was. And I think everybody in America needs to start calling all of this what it really was. This was a power grab. None of this made any sense. I mean, if, if you guys out there listening think that transferring the responsibility of a contract to another party is fair, well, then you need to get your head examined because that isn't fair. And if the government wanted to make it so that everybody could stay in their houses, all they really had to do was, okay, you, if you want to eliminate evictions, that's not really the, that's not really fixing the problem because there are still people who need to be evicted for other reasons. For instance, squatters who you can't evict because of the stupid moratorium or, you know, people who do illegal activities at your property. Mm -hmm. Okay. Non-payment. I get it, but there has to be another stopgap. You can't just transfer that over to somebody else. Online people are going crazy about all of these rich landlords. The majority of the majority of the rental property in our country, at least the single family home um, properties in the country, are mom and pop landlords who are using this for their retirement. They don't own thousands and thousands of doors. And a lot of the people who own thousands and thousands of doors, well, they can't afford this either. Imagine you have thousands and thousands of doors who don't pay. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. I mean, on what planet is that? Is that right? Yeah. Demonizing people that own property, assuming that they have all these deep pockets and can live forever on no rent, but have all the expenses. Right. So I think, I mean, there were some things that they put into place where you had some unemployment benefits and stuff like that. But a lot of these tenants aren't utilizing those or they're just spending the rent money and say, I don't have to pay rent. I mean, that's crazy. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. And, and I think a lot of people are not realizing also the actual moratorium that went into place said that they had to they had to sign they had to fill out and sign a declaration stating that they met certain requirements that they had been affected by covid um you know all of these things right in addition to that they had to assert that they had a financial problem not that they were just sitting on a whole bunch of money that they didn't want to give to the landlord but they actually had a financial crisis yeah. significant loss right then COVID, we have ways to handle that stuff with property management. Yes. And then we actually have, there were programs set aside with money in them to help these people. But what actually happened was that the states came in and said, and the counties came in and said, nope, you just can't evict people. We're just shutting the eviction courts down. That's not what, that's not the way this was supposed to go down. That's not exactly how it was supposed to work. And so now the people were like, well, I'm not going to take my time to drive down there and get the money. Screw you people. I don't know. I don't have to go sign anything. You can't evict me. And in many instances, they were right. You couldn't evict them. 
Yeah. Well, that undermined the way this was originally written, which was still unconstitutional, but at least it was better. They had to actually do some work. They had to go sign something. And then they're still on the hook for the rent. Now, we've talked about this several times, Heather, but one of the things you have to do as a property management company or as an owner is you have to you have to tell them what's in it for them to go and get the money. Because in their minds, they've been told now on social media and through all of these different means on the news that they just don't have to pay rent. What they haven't been told is that they are on the hook for all the rent they didn't pay. And as soon as they actually lift this ridiculous moratorium or it goes to the Supreme Court and is across the land deemed un unconstitutional, these poor tenants who were given false information they're going to be, they really will be screwed because at that point they will owe all of this money and they will have no way to pay it. Yep. And all they really had to do was fill out the paperwork and go get the money that was sitting right there for them the whole time. Shame on the property management companies for not telling them in a way that made sense to them and shame on any owner who also didn't do that. We just took over property and our collections are going up. And the reason they're going up is because we've gone in there and told these people, look, you can continue to not pay if you want. But as soon as they, as soon as they take this moratorium and throw it in the trash where it's supposed to be, you're going to owe all of the rent and you will be evicted. And then we will follow you around and collect for the rest of your life until we're paid. And really like trying to find another place to live and the cost to move and everything else. Oh my gosh, for people who, if they're legitimately struggling, Get on a payment plan. I mean, property managers. All, all they have to do, oh, Heather, is go down and sign the papers and the and they'll pay all the back rent for them. But you have to be able to you have to be able to put it into, a, into a, a way that they'll understand that there is a real negative, there's real negativity coming for them. This is not just a free, free gig. Okay. The money they can go get, that actually is, but you have to get off your keister and you have to go down there and sign the paperwork and, and you have to get it. If they do that, they not only avoid eviction, but they avoid having someone all riding their back all this time. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, the tenants are the only ones who are misinformed on all of this stuff. Yeah. I mean, how many property management companies have we heard that are misinformed on this? I mean, I have a call with one in, in an hour from this, from recording this, that I, that's our whole purpose of our call. They said, we want to hear, we want to understand how we can best collect rents. I mean, that's the advantage of having a relationship with your property manager such that, I mean, I, I just reached out to them and I said, Hey, let's schedule a call. Let's go over your rent collections. And I can give you tips that have worked for other property managers that we work with. We just don't roll over and say, oh, well, it's going to be all right. We have over a hundred clients that have property in this market where I'm talking to the property manager and I'm like, the problem we got to fix now. Yeah, it's not all right. And the problem is just going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And you're doing a disservice to the, to the residents in these properties who think yes. this is just all going to go away because they've been misinformed. It doesn't go away. Yes. It doesn't go any way away more, any more than it does for the, for the landlord mm -hmm. who owes the mortgage payments, right? Yep. They, they have to pay the mortgage payments. I mean, it's, a contract, just like the rent agreement was a contract. Everybody entered into the same contracts. Uh, we all have to actually perform them. We have, mm -hmm. to, we have to perform on them. Exactly. And it's, it was really funny because in this article on CNN, it talks about the 10 million renters who are behind on their rent. Mm -hmm. You know, they're all at risk of, of eviction. But 
it doesn't say anything about the six, the 10 to 16 million landlords who may lose their properties because the tenants aren't paying mm -hmm. because of a whole bunch of, and it's funny, this is articles on CNN because they're purveyors of the same, you know, filth. I mean, they constantly are putting out on their, over their airwaves, all of this misinformation for these very people who are going to get screwed by the misinformation that they put out. It's really sad. It's really sad for, for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. I, let's just break it down one more time. The CDC has never had, nor will they ever have, the ability or the legal... Yeah, I was going to say the legal ability. <laughs> the legal ability to nullify a contract or in any way alter a contract on anything other than something that they themselves entered into. Therefore, this is unconstitutional. And finally, finally, some judge pulled their head out and made the right decision. Let's hope it continues. I'm like, man, where's a petition Red. I can sign? Like, man. Spread it. Spread yeah. it, people. This thing spread all over Facebook like wildfire. And next week's going to be a little bit, be a little aggravating too, because we're going to talk about some of the uh, backlash from these posts on Facebook and some of the insane things people are saying. I mean, insane thing. We talked about this a little bit on the show before, but we're going to dive into it a little bit more. Um, that's all I got to say on this, Heather. I don't, I don't know if I have anything else to say. No, I think, I think it speaks for itself. I mean, I think get out there and share your opinion, make your opinion known to your legislators in your area so that this can go away for good because it, and hopefully it doesn't ever come back again if it gets deemed unconstitutional, because I don't think this is the only pandemic we're ever going to experience. <laughs> and so it's not the only one we have, and we've never done this before. Yeah. yeah. CDC establishing some sense of what's what's okay for future issues that could come up like this, right? The fact that this has gone on and that it could set a precedent. And it's also really, really important that we don't sit idly by and silently by while false information is spread all over social media about people who provide housing, quality housing for millions and millions of people across this country. We have to stand up like these people in Texas did. God bless Texas for doing what they did. Y'all should just go, go get the song, put it on repeat for a little while. God bless Texas. All right. If you like the episode, go look up this article. Go look up this ruling. It's really, yeah, we'll really good. We'll post it in the comments. And man, if you, if, if you guys have anything that you want us to, to um, discuss, let us know. Next week's already going to be in the can. I've already decided we're going to talk about it. You may not like it, but we're going to do it anyway. And, you know, let the fallout go where it may. But we're going we're gonna to talk about it. This is really, really irritating. In addition, it is something that is also spreading all across social media and news outlets. And, it's, and it is a shameful thing that is, that is happening. And so we're going to discuss it. Till next week, get out there and make something happen. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to GetRealEstateSuccess.com.